What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 and before we get into this amazing episode with Mr. John Yelenic, uh, something that I don't do uh, as a host on this show too much, um, and that is, uh, do me a favor... Go to iTunes if you're listening to iTunes and rate this five stars, write a little review, and maybe, just maybe, I'll shout you out on the next episode. Uh, Rating is a huge deal for podcasts in general. I don't think I need to tell you about this. Um, If you listen to podcasts, every podcaster wants you to rate them five stars and review because it means a lot to us. So please do it for this show. It would mean the absolute world to me as well as whatever service you listen on. If there is a service that I, I do not have the show on yet, please let me know and I will do my best and quickest to get it on there for your listening pleasure. All right. Enough about all that boring, not really that boring, but you know what it like, like businessy upfront nonsense out of the way. <laughs> uh, let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Welcome to Best Friends Talk Funny. How are you doing on this fine April afternoon? Uh, would be a lot better if uh, I could go outside, but uh, other- yeah. otherwise, um, I guess I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, I've had a lot more free time than I've been expecting than I expected yeah, to have. Right? So, yeah. You never, you never thought like when we were younger, our parents would be like, "Hey, go play outside," and now we can't really go outside. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. You know, I was just thinking about this last night, actually, you know, whenever I was a kid, you know, I'd like I'd love to do nothing more than to just stay inside and, you know, play video games or watch TV or whatever. But now that it's, you know, we have to, it sucks. It really sucks, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just the same kind of surroundings and it's getting a little tiresome, visually yeah. tiresome. Right, it's, right. It's weird. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm lucky where my house, I don't have a neighbor. We have like a big open field, so like mm-hmm. I can go out for a little bit, but it's still it's it's just weird. Like I haven't gone to these places that I go to almost every week, and it's uh, I, it's weird not going through the doors of the school I sub at, or uh, you know, going to the post office every day. I don't do that now. Like it's weird, right? Right? Like it's like you know, with, with work, like I'm I'm so used to you know. Ha- having somewhere that i know i'm supposed to be at for most of the day and now that you know that's not there it's like what do i do (laughs) yeah definitely the feeling of of guilt has has washed away a little bit like i feel guilty for playing games because i should be doing something else but now there is no something else so right at least there's that that's kind of alleviated a little bit yeah i agree uh so john if people don't know 
who you are. Uh, why don't we start with uh, where are you from? Uh, so that's that's a bit of a loaded question in and of itself, actually. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I usually just tell people I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. You know, that's where I went to high school at. That's where I went to college at. And then I ended up moving to Jersey City, New Jersey, uh, just a couple months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. But now I'm back in Cleveland until uh, this uh, coronavirus madness, uh, uh, you know, settles down a little bit. And who knows when that'll be. Yeah. But before yeah. Cleveland, I've also lived in Texas, Louisiana, Germany, and then I was born in Mississippi. So I've a bit of a nomad, kind of get wow. been all over military family. So it comes mm-hmm. with the territory. Yeah. How often were were those moves? Like every other year, every couple of years? Uh, I moved out of shortly after I was born. We moved over to Texas, and mm-hmm. then I think we were there for a couple of years, like until maybe I was like three or four, and then we went over to Germany, stayed there for about a year, then came to Louisiana. And I was in Louisiana from the time I was about six years old till I was eleven, and then that's when I moved to Ohio. And then I was in Ohio from the time I was like 11 to 23. So, oh, yeah, that's why I usually just say I'm from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Were you too young to remember uh, living in these different places, like specifically like Germany? Do you remember Germany at all? Uh, I remember Germany just because of the snow that was there. I remember it snowing a pretty significant amount. Uh, Mm -hmm. I remember the dog that we had there which is like a bulldog. And then I remember going to preschool over there as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's more like, you know, flashes than any like, you know, detailed sure. memories that I have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like the, the I'm going to ask you about the places where you majorly majority. Oh, I can't say that word. <laughs> majorly. I think that's right. Uh, have lived in your life. Uh, like, starting with like Louisiana. What's Louisiana like? Uh, it's real hot. It's re- re- yeah. really, really fucking hot down there. Like I, even after I moved out of there, cause my mom still lives there. I would go and visit her during the summers and it, it's real. It's like stupid hot down there. Like you'll go mm-hmm. down there and it'll be like the lowest it will be during the summers is like 90 degrees. And that's on like a cool Ooh. day. Like it, it's, yeah. it's brutal. Even during, uh, it- even during the winter, like, you know, I've gone that I've gone down there to visit my mom before, uh, you know, for Christmas, and even during the winter, it'll get up to around like you know seventy five degrees or so. Like it, it's it's ridiculous, uh-huh. honestly. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, since this is an audio podcast, you can't see me shaking my head, but no, that is not a Kyle. That's not a <laughs> Kyle area to live. Yeah, is that ninety with like without humidity or with humidity? Um been a while since i've been there but i i I think it was without humidity like it it, yeah it it gets like it probably feels way worse with it yeah it yeah it gets insanely hot out there like do like you have to like make sure if you're out doing yard work like you have to make sure that you have like a bottle of water or something on you because like it's just so easy to get dehydrated out there yeah for sure yeah um where about in uh louisiana were you close to like new orleans uh no i was uh, i was about five hours away from new orleans uh Mm -hmm. i I lived in shreveport which is it's about oh i've heard that before yeah yeah yeah, it's like i'm pretty sure it's in like the northwestern part of the state it's about uh Mm -hmm. 40 it's about a 45 minute drive from texas so okay yeah yeah we yeah we were over right by texas which actually worked out well because that's where a lot of my family lives so oh sweet nice 
Yeah, that's cool that you were you were close with the family in another state, so it wasn't wasn't too bad of a a, a drive if you ever wanted to get together. Right, nice. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shreveport, Shreveport. That is, is there a college there? Uh, yeah. They so there is. I'm pretty sure there's a state school around there, but I okay. forget the name of it. But I know Louisiana State University, which is like LSU, is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but. Yeah it has a branch out in Shreveport uh, called LSUS. Mm. So Louisiana State University of Shreveport. And I Got actually uh, actually almost went to college there because uh, while I was living in Ohio, I like it, while I was living in Ohio, while I was looking at colleges, I really considered uh, going back down south to live with my mom after high school mm-hmm. and you know, going to college down there. Uh, but it just, uh, it was just something that didn't happen, uh, just because I really wanted to do that in my early years of high school. And then later on in high school was kind of whenever I started to like, you know, find, I guess, kind of like solidify my friend group a little more. And like, I made a few like connections that it was just, you know, like, it'd be really hard for me to like leave, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And and plus I really liked it. I really grew to like it in Ohio too. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what made you move from uh, Louisiana to – well, you moved, uh, I guess, family, right? Yeah, so yeah, it was family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what was the um, the biggest difference from when you went from Louisiana to to Cleveland? Um, probably, probably the snow, uh, the, yeah. the weather in general. You know, like as I, mo- I moved in like September. So, you know, September, it's hot down there. September mm-hmm. – uh, in Ohio is whenever, you know, it's, it's still hot, but it's not nearly as hot as it is down Louisiana. And then by the time October rolled around, you know, fall started to settle in, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, and then not, not too long after that snow came in and it had been like, I hadn't seen snow since I lived in Germany. So that was mm-hmm. the first time that I've seen snow in like, um, five or six years. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I would say that the weather was probably w- one of the biggest differences that I noticed like immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you remember how you felt when you you saw snow again after uh, such a long time? Uh, I really liked it. You know, like just because you know, I I do have some good memories of you know playing in the snow like with my family and whatnot. Whenever I did live in Germany, uh, and you know, it was really nice to be able to see it again, even if I had to you know spend a lot of time outside shoveling off the driveway. But yeah, 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 you know, a a lot of people don't really like snow, uh, but, you know, I like like I like it. I just don't like driving in it. I like looking at it, though. And I like being outside in it whenever there's Mm -hmm. whenever it's not like a blizzard or anything, you know, like I'd I'd rather it be snowy and cold than it just be cold, because then that way, at least I have something nice to look at, you know? Yeah, I I agree with you. I also love the snow. But yeah, driving in it is super stressful for obvious reasons. Um, and you, Cleveland gets uh, the um, the lake effects. Oh yeah, because right? yeah. it's yeah. So yep. like where I went to college, upstate New York, it was right on uh, the lake. So like yeah, we got heavy, heavy amounts of snow because of that, and it, it is insane the the how heavy that snow is mm-hmm. from the from the lake effect. It's insane. What's uh What's the biggest amount of snow that you guys got there? Um, I'm trying to think. 
there have definitely been quite a few years where you know in january or february we've gotten like some some pretty pretty large snowstorms i think the most that we've ever gotten like in a in one season was probably it was either my junior or senior year of high school but i remember like we got so much snow that year where we had like uh, i think we had like six snow days like over the oh, course wow. of yeah. like one school year like like they mm-hmm. act, like we actually had so many that they the school gave us like these uh bl- they called them like blizzard bags or like blizzard packets or whatever mm-hmm. and it was basically just take home work that we had to complete in you know to make up for those 6 days lost but oh yeah but yeah like it uh and in something more recent uh i think last year around around this same time last year or it might have been like you know around like fe- february of last year i remember i spent the night at a friend's house around here and mm-hmm. in the morning like i was getting ready to leave and we looked outside and it was just like a literal blizzard going on outside like we couldn't uh like like i had my car parked in my friend's driveway and we had to move my car so that way his dad's car could get out but we were barely even able to get my car out because like how much snow there was like we like my car was like like and i I drove a truck back then and Mm -hmm. like it was basically just buried like this truck was just buried underneath like uh, snow pretty much like yeah we we definitely get our fair share of snow around here (laughs) i I really I missed the snow. We didn't get any this winter here yeah. on Long Island. It was it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Like I I was a little surprised, you know, because uh, I you know I mo- I moved to Jersey City in October, and mm-hmm. I was a little surprised at how little snow I saw throughout uh like my time there. You know. Yeah. Like yeah like i think maybe i saw like two kind of small flurries or i think i think they're called snow skirmishes whenever they're like smaller storm you know smaller uh flurries Mm -hmm. that last for like 10 or 15 minutes i saw like maybe two or three of those but nothing that ever really stuck or at least not for more than like a day yeah Yeah. it's it was it's depressing yeah it's it's real (laughs) like it's it's definitely harder when it's around the holidays and it just feels like it's a spring day almost yeah like it's sunny and you see green like no like christmas time you want to see the snow you want to see the white covering the ground you know what i mean right it just kind of complete it just kind of like you know it feels like it completes christmas in a way you know absolutely yeah 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 yeah. it really Um, complements the winter season yes uh, what made you uh, move uh, to Jersey City from, uh, uh, so, from Ohio? Uh, so uh, in college, uh, I start I started dating my girlfriend Kaylin, and she's a she's a she majored in musical theater, and you know she like yeah she majored in musical theater, and you know she she's an actress like she wants to be on Broadway, and um, that was probably the you know that that is the main reason why I moved you know because uh, you know I. You know, I wanted to be with her and also, mm-hmm. you know, I, like I've always kind of wanted to live in or around a big city. And I know that I'm, you know, coming from Cleveland, but Cleveland is kind of small potatoes compared to uh, New York City or like Chicago yeah. or any other like big city. And, you know, uh, New York, like be- Jersey City is right by New York City. Um, it's and which is the best place for her to be if she wants to, you know, get out there audition and whatnot. So, yeah. I kind of came out here with her and um yeah that, I, I and then also like for myself too just because you know like i said i've always kind of wanted to be around a big yeah. city yeah yeah that's awesome uh 
I, I love how uh, supportive you are. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I, truth, truth be told, I really don't know how she does the thing, things that she does. Like, she, like, uh, I mean, like, you know, day after day, or at least whenever, every, before the world shut down, like, she, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, day after day, she'd get up, go to auditions, go to work for, like, however many hours, and, like, come home. Like, honestly, one of the hardest workers I know. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure it's it's kind of tough being back there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a yeah, it's a little tough. Um, you know, just you know, she she's been with her folks. I've been with mine. Uh, we we haven't seen each other in a while, just because you know, like basically we like social distancing, and we don't want to like yeah. social distance, but with an asterisk, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it's been a little rough, but uh, I mean, I, we're getting through it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so since we are all stuck inside for the foreseeable future, uh, what are you into? What are you doing for fun? Uh, I've been playing a lot of video games and yeah, yeah. I like how you're stretching out the arms, stretching the fingers. Yeah. Out. You're ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's mainly been, it. I've been playing video games. Uh, I've been catching up on some TV. Uh, I've, I've been mm-hmm. trying to read, uh, read a little that's bit good. more too. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, ma- mainly, um, I'd say video games are probably uh, one thing I've I've been trying to catch up on a little. Like I like I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy VII. Like it yeah. is so fucking good. Like it's yeah. Like it. it you talking about the remake or the OG? Uh, the remake. I actually remake. started the OG though. Uh, I played mm-hmm. through, um, because a couple days before the remake came out, I decided that, uh, I I have a PS Vita, and yep. Uh, they have Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the PlayStation One version available on there, so I got that, and I decided to play through uh, the you know the original version up to where mm-hmm. the remake is supposed to end because it doesn't take that long to get to it in the original. It's only like no, it really does five to seven hours, and mm-hmm. the, and and I was just like you know I decided to play because I kind of wanted to compare and contrast it to you know what's in the remake, and you know like I mean the remake just it does so like it does a lot like it takes a lot of moments in that were present in the original that are kind of like nothing special and makes them into something special and yeah. i think that that's probably what i like best about the remake it it's it's amazing like in a word <laughs> yeah absolutely it is every every single aspect of the remake as a huge fan of the original um they've nailed everything every every single aspect of this game is just breathtakingly stunning oh yeah voice acting music uh environments yes i if you're listening to yeah some of the environments don't load and it's a little weird yeah but like all the character models are great the enemy design is fantastic uh the combat system is so 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 good oh yeah it is it's it's so it's phenomenal yeah, like spe- speaking on the combat, because so so I've already beaten it, and I'm currently oh, okay. uh, like I'm currently uh, like, but I've been going back to it because like I really just don't want to stop playing it, and I've been mm-hmm. doing um was I've been trying to do like some of like the uh, combat challenges and whatnot, and mm-hmm. like you know I beat the game and I kind of thought you know I have a pretty good grasp on the combat, and then like. I went through some of the combat challenges, like on normal, and then mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm feeling a little more 
like I feel like I got a little more practice with the combat down, so I think I'm gonna try and jump into hard. And I jumped into hard, like I got, I, I'm getting my ass kicked. Like I am on the, uh, like I'm on the the scorpion boss in the first mm-hmm. level. And the thing about hard is that it it just straight up doesn't let you use items. Oh no. Yeah, and <laughs> the thing is, is that like I got I got through like I got through most of uh well I got I got through the game on normal. Uh, but I used like a shitload of items, like yeah, like you know, always stocking up on high potions, uh, mm-hmm. ethers, phoenix downs. Like I, I tried to make sure I had no less than like ten phoenix downs on me at one time, yep. you know. And uh, you know, I kind of learned that you know maybe I'm not as good at the combat as I thought I was, <laughs> but uh, I want uh, you know it. It's the kind of game where you know I I want to get better. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. I I I forgot who I said this to. Um, but I, I told them like this is the first time I think in any Final Fantasy where I've actually used my items. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I usually <laughs> just rely on magic to heal and then stock up on tents, which are like open world things where yeah. you can just like sleep in it for a night and restore completely everything. Yeah, like that's that was that's usually the only items I would use. So in this remake where it's so heavily, I'm so heavily relying on. Going in there and mega potion, high potion, ethers, <laughs> turbo ethers, all these status ailments and stuff like that. Like, I can't imagine because obviously I'm going to go through hard because I want the platinum trophy. Yeah, same. That's the so, reason I'm going through it. <laughs> but like the the fact that I can't use items in battle is, whew, I got to be a little bit more patient with Cloud instead of just being all up in there and and attacking nonstop. It's yeah. going to be a learning experience all over again. Yeah, well, I, I don't even think it's just not being able to use items in battle. Like, I, I wasn't able to use them, like, whenever I'm not in battle. But the, oh, great. But the game still gives you items. Like, you can still break open a box, and it'll give you, like, two potions or, like, an ether or something oh. like that. And it's, like, it, interesting. It, it, you know, it, it feels like... Um, it, you know, it feels like they're like, you know, d- dangling like a piece of cheese in front of me while I'm yeah. on a treadmill or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so is, uh, are, are RPGs kind of like your go-to games um, or, or do you play pretty much everything? Uh, it depends. I'd probably say action RPGs, uh, I'm kind of more into, uh, I'm real hit or miss on turn-based RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually I kind of have a tendency to start them, get r- really like invested in them and then just kind of stop. Uh, mm-hmm. but um, there are some that keep my attention, like the the Persona series. I've been meaning to jump into Royal, but same, yeah, yeah, but I, I just haven't really found the time for that yet. But I recently beat uh, Persona Four Golden, and Sweet. that that like it's a really good game. Like I think, yeah. like I think that there are parts of it that are improved upon in Five, but I think that as a whole, I like four, I like Golden a lot better than Five. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, and that's something most, I'm currently sorry. playing myself. Yeah, it's mostly just the characters that do that for me, but yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, so, seeing as how you're not a turn-based, uh, huge, uh, not a huge turn-based RPG fan, what was it like playing the OG FF7? Um, it's up a- until the end. Um, it's actually uh, pretty engaging, honestly. Like, cause it's not exactly what i thought the battle system isn't exactly what i thought it was originally Mm because usually 
I feel like you can look at gameplay of the original Final Fantasy VII and think, oh, it's turn-based, which it kind of is, but it's really more time-based. You know, mm-hmm. like like you wait for a you wait for a time bar to fill up, and then you can perform your action. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes like your time bar might go faster than the enemies, or at least I'm assuming because you can't see the enemy's time bar. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's surprise. It's pretty engaging, and uh, I kind of would like to see if there are any other RPGs out there that still use that kind of system. Uh, but yeah, um, you got FF eight and nine. Oh, do those both use it? I, I've never they touched either. They both use of those. ATBs. Yeah, yeah. They're both. Uh, you both have to wait for a thing to fill up before you oh, can okay. do actions. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, in that case, I'm well. FF8 is one I've been meaning to jump or j- jump into like one of these days, just because mm-hmm. well, my my entry point for the Final Fantasy series was was really the Kingdom Hearts series, uh, and you know that's how I got introduced to Cloud, uh, mm-hmm. Sephiroth, you know Tifa, Aerith, and um, you know Squall, but they call him Leon in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, and and like like that's well what I thought his name was. <laughs> at mm-hmm. first but but yeah uh yeah ff8 is one of those i've been meaning to jump into uh because like they released it on switch and ps4 yeah i believe the remastered version yeah yeah i was about to say like like it, it looks like good <laughs> so yeah it uh, unironically final fantasy 8 is one of my favorites and mm-hmm. i know a lot of people really they really bag on ff8 because it, it does do Yes, it does have the ATB gauge in order to perform actions, uh, but they have a thing called the junctioning system where mm-hmm. you junction guardian forces, which are the summons, and by doing that, you can then use magic to junction to certain stats and boost the stats up. You also don't... There's no materia, so like you would have to... Or, or you don't learn magic. You have to draw magic from enemies and have a stockpile of each spell. Um, so it can get a little time consuming that way, but as a sucker for the characters in that game and the meta gaming of it, where like I don't leave the first area until like I have a certain spell to boost my HP up until like six thousand, which it shouldn't be that high in the like the first in the first disc. Um, I, I I just I love everything about it. It is it's so good. Yeah, especially if you if you do want to. If you do get past the quirkiness of the junction system, it is so well worth your time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would totally do that. And FF9 is another classic. It doesn't do the junctioning thing, but it, it has – it's more traditional Final Fantasy than 8 is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I've been meaning to jump into all those, but I've also – like, I've heard, like, a lot of praise about Final Fantasy VI as well. Like, and yes. I, I, that, mm-hmm. that's the one uh, – that's the one that Kefka's in, right? I believe so. That is one of my glaring spots in my Final Fantasy. I have not played it. I bought it on the Vita a while back, but haven't played it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely yeah. It's definitely one of those. It's one of those series that I would like to play through one of these days. But like, mm-hmm. it's also going to take me a while because there's oh, yeah. so many of them. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, catching up on TV. Uh, any uh, any shows that are your go to? Um, normally, uh, I usually turn on a show like, you know, Parks and Rec or like Seinfeld on in the background if oh, yeah. I'm trying to like do stuff. But as far mm-hmm. as stuff I've actually been watching, um, uh, well, I watched that, uh, I watched that Tiger King documentary 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's it that that it that is some bizarre shit. Honestly, like that's really the best way I can describe it. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> like like the pe like the pe everyone on there is like a horrible person. Like yes, it, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. They actually just mm -hmm. uh, released a uh, they actually just released a new uh, new episode on Netflix. I, oh, I don't know oh, if they, they just released it, but it's like a it's kind it's kind of like a where are they now kind of thing. Uh, oh. uh, like jo Joel McHale hosted actually. Like he like oh jeez okay. yeah he he basically skypes like a lot of the people that were interviewed except for Joe and Carol Baskin, uh, kind of mm. asking them about like what they've been up to and like what they thought of the documentary and whatnot. So yeah, oh, there, that's cool. there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff in there, along with some uh, pretty infuriating stuff because they kind of reveal more reasons why Joe Exotic is a piece of shit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I watched that. Um, probably one of the more bizarre things I watched in a while. Speaking of mm -hmm. uh, bizarre, uh, I've been getting into uh, jo uh, the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. I've heard many good things. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's very it's very quirky, very bizarre as the as the title infers, and like it, it's kind of a get like it's kind of got that like aesthetic of quirkiness that. Metal Gear has. I think that's the best way that I kind of comp compare it, really. Okay. Yeah, uh -huh. and I think a, a lot of that has to do with the fact that, like, it is a, uh, like, it's heavily influenced by Western culture. Like, you mm -hmm. know, it's set in England in the, like, the first part is set in England in the 1890s. Uh, but, yeah, like, it, it, it's definitely got a lot in common with Metal Gear, and I think that's probably why I like it so much. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I guess this is kind of going into like a later, later segment of the show, but I'll ask you now, uh, reading is something you want, you're trying to do more of. So like, what is something that you're reading? Uh, so right now, uh, I bought this book a while back, but I'm just now getting into it. Um, it's a, it's called blood, sweat and pixels by Jason Schreier. The, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, from Kotaku and mm -hmm. Uh, it it's basically uh, sort of a behind the scenes look at how video games are made, and it tells the story of. Um, let me. Hold on, I actually have it right here next to me. It tells the story of like, I think it's ten. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. I'm pretty sure it's ten. Uh, video games. It, it basically tells the story of their development. Uh, the trials and tribulations they face, and honestly, like it, it's really kind of made me appreciate like, well, gaming in general a lot more. Just because, like, I mean, like people basically bend over backwards in order to get these games done. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, it's very, like, it makes me appreciate games, but also like, kind of like, infuriates me at the same time. Like seeing like some of the conditions that people have to like experience, like mm -hmm. while making these games. But yeah, it's definitely like a insightful look into uh, how you know how games are made. I guess. Yeah, that, that's great. Have you do you watch NoClip? Uh, I do not know, but uh, like I'm I'm I follow Daniel Dwyer on Twitter. I see some of the yeah. stuff that like uh, you know I see some of like what he's up to, and I think I definitely like to. Uh, I just uh, need to sit down and watch it one of these days. Yeah. That is that is on my list to to hop in myself because I'm way far behind. Uh, I think maybe to give myself a break before I hop into the hard mode of remake. Yeah, I'll watch a couple of the no clip documentaries because I love documentaries. One, I love games. 
and a couple of the the documentaries that he's done on these games are some of my favorite games. So like, I want to see more about the behind the scenes stuff on him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Like I always like I always love just watching like whether it's movies or games or whatever. I always really like seeing like the behind the scenes stuff, like how it's made or like you know yeah. early footage from something. Like I I remember getting really psyched uh, back whenever Civil back whenever uh, Captain America Civil War came out. There's like a ten minute mm-hmm. video of just like a lot of the scenes from that movie like while they were filming them you know like without the special oh, effects sweet. added in you know so they got the green screens and whatnot it shows shows how they film certain parts and it's just like i love seeing that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. that's 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 super cool for sure i just had one in, in my head to recommend to you and now it's gone oh, <laughs> oh well oh, oh uh Raising Kratos. Have you seen that one? I have not. I have it bookmarked. The, oh, the, the thing about yes. me is that I'm really good at identifying stuff that I want to watch or, you know, stuff that I'd like to watch, but then just never getting around to watching it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that that's for sure something that I, I, uh, I need to watch. Like I love God of War. It's mm-hmm. got, I think God of War, it's probably, it is the first game that I've like gone out of my way to platinum really. Cause I never oh, really, okay. yeah. Like I, I'm not really, I don't really care too much about like platinum in games. Uh, mm-hmm. but like God of war kind of forced me to like establish a precedent to where it's like, you know, if I really like, if I love the shit out of a game, then I'm going to platinum it. So yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to do with final fantasy seven among other games. Like, uh, uh, Death Stranding was one that, like, you know, I have problems with it, but at the same time, mm-hmm. like, it, like, the game, like, I love the gameplay in that game. But, so, and that's why I'm going out of my way to platinum it. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, I have a couple of platinums, and obviously I want to get remake. Uh, I, I'm upset with myself that I traded away Death Stranding when I was uh, done with it. Because uh, I've, that trophy list is not hard at all. What death strandings? Um, yeah, death strandings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like just time consuming. Yeah, it's it's just time consuming, really. Like I'm like 86. Uh, I think like the trophy list tells me I'm like 86 percent through it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just got some of the more like time consuming ones left. Like you know, like find all the memory chips scattered around the map or uh, yeah. get everyone's connection level up to five, which is really hard <laughs> with some of them. Yeah, it is. Some, some of them, like I'll do a delivery and uh, you know, I only need to get them up like half a star and then their connection level will increase by like one hundredth of a star. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Um, Doom Eternal is another one I'm working on. It is, I, all I have is multiplayer left. Um, so I got to find two friends to boost with to get it done and over with. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Let's get into uh, your Twitter handle. I usually ask my guests uh, the origin of their Twitter handle, but this seems like an ongoing trend on the show. It is your name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, John's my first initial. W's my middle yep. initial. It's, it, stands, it stands for Wayne. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, sweet. Oh, John Wayne. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm na- na- named out a- named after the uh, the w- former Western actor. But yeah, the uh, and then y- Yelenic is my last name. So nice. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, so w- usually when this happens, I ask my guests, um, have you ever had like an, an embarrassing 
screen name on instant messenger or an old PSN name or Xbox gamer tag that you regret having. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so back in high school, um, was it back in high school? Um, like I was it whenever my friends found out my middle name was Wayne, uh, one of them came up with the, uh, one of them came up with, uh, a pun (laughs) using the name Mm -hmm. Wayne and started calling me like John make it Wayne. So like John make it rain, but John make it Wayne. And okay. And be, being the dumb high school kid that I was back then, I was like, okay, that, that sounds, you know, that sounds like a really cool Twitter handle. <laughs> so I'll change my Twitter <laughs> handle to that. And I kept it uh, like that probably all throughout high school up until I got like into college. And then uh, I don't know, I kind of looked at it one day and I'm just like, and I'm just like, this is really fucking stupid. <laughs> like, like I'm, 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 I'm going to try and change it to something a little more, uh, 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 like, you know, normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's great. Yeah. John, make it Wayne. Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, yeah. High, high school was, was rough, man. <laughs> oh, I, I'm with you on that one. Um, so, uh, we, we kind of touched base on this a little bit earlier. Um, but I'll ask you anyway, uh, do you have any other things that you think people should watch, listen to play or read? Um, let me think. Um, I think when it comes, something I haven't mentioned already, when it comes to something people should play, uh, so it's been a while since I played this. I beat the game back in like January or February, like a couple months ago, but, uh, Disco mm-hmm. Elysium on PC. Oh, nice. uh, so yeah. Um, I'm normally not a fan of older, like computer RPGs, you know, like fallout or like, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the one I've heard a lot of people compare Disco Elysium to was Plane Escape Torment. Um, but yeah, I'm normally not really too big on those kinds of games. But r- with Disco Elysium, I, really, it was the writing and like the world that it's set in that kept me going. I think it it touches on a lot of pretty important issues that all, mm-hmm. which I think you know basically if you play the game you'll see (laughs) you'll see pretty much how real life is reflected in this but yeah um it's probably one of the better games i played recently and then um is that just a straight up like rpg making choices is there any combat is there yeah so there's no combat in the game um it's pretty much all just talking to people and dialogue options but Mm. um the uh, there, there's still conflict that you need to like surpass though. And that comes in the form of skill checks. So pretty much, you know, you build your character at the beginning of the game. You can make them more of like a brute or like more of like a smart guy or more of like a, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Like basically you can build them into all these different kinds of archetype archetypes. Mm-hmm. And then that affects how you can deal with uh, certain, you know, certain, problems in the game so like there's like at one point where there's a character that's uh block like for example there's like a character that's blocking a button that you need to press on that way it activates a lift that you can use to take somewhere else and Mm -hmm. you know you can either talk you can either like talk them into you know uh letting you past or like you know by forming like a friendship with them or whatever or you could just like uh, i think your character does something like a a a 360 degree uh, roundhouse kick on them or something like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
but and i i know that sounds like really like rude really like fundamental you know like you know an Mm -hmm. rpg letting you choose to either you know solve it with conflict or you know talk your way out of it but it it, it's a lot of stuff like that and then some um but yeah it's prob it's probably one of the better games i played recently uh it uh yeah and then other than that um i would probably say um jojo's bizarre adventure honestly like i yeah. like i'm surprised by how much i've been enjoying it um you know because like, I, I like watching anime um uh, and jojo always just seemed like a little too like weird for me but mm-hmm. like it's got pretty much everything that i want <laughs> in like you know a piece of media that i'm going to consume i'm really a big fan of like you know watching stuff that's like campy or quirky uh, but also mm-hmm. still has some heart, and that's exactly what JoJo is like to me, you know. Nice, yeah, yeah those are great choices. Go uh, check them out if you haven't already. Uh, but now, since this is a show all about the best friends of a certain community called Kind of Funny, I have to ask you, John, what got you into Kind of Funny? So, um, a lot of it has to do with um, uh, being bored at work. Uh, so like I was, uh, I was working at, uh, I was working an internship one summer uh, a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. I was a lot, you know, I was allowed to listen to music or like have earphones in while I was working. And I just got really tired of listening to music one day. And like, uh, you know, I just, I hadn't really listened to too many podcasts before. So I decided to, you know, search some podcasts on Spotify and, you know, I like video games. So I searched you know, I, I looked up like what video game podcasts are out there. And, uh, you know, I had heard of kind of funny before. Uh, I mm-hmm. wouldn't say that I necessarily followed Greg or Colin back whenever they're at IGN, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely heard the names and I've definitely like seen them on stuff just cause I, you know, I did like watch a fair amount of like IGN stuff back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, yeah, I saw kind of funny list as like one of the video game podcasts and, uh, I was just like, sure, why not? I'll give it a shot. And um, I'm pretty sure it was kind of funny games daily. And mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I just sat uh, every day. I would pretty much just go to work and just kind of like listen to like, you know, multiple di- like days worth of, uh, you know, KFGD content. Like I really mm-hmm. liked listening to them, like, you know, take a look at the industry. Well, take a look at the video game industry in a way that, you know, th- they have, a lot of good insight but at the same time like they also like they have a good time while they're like talking about mm-hmm. the industry as well and then eventually like uh i decided to take a look at some of their other content and i think the kind of funny morning show was what really got me um yeah like like it's a good choice yeah yeah like that well that was like the first piece of content i ever well listened to that had nick on there and like mm-hmm. uh, i i mean i i love listening like now like i love listening to any piece of kind of funny content that has nick like like uh, well he's not only funny but i also think he brings like a good eye to um uh, to talking about movies and uh, tv shows Mm -hmm. and whatnot but yeah yeah i'd say it was um uh yeah mainly kfgd and the morning show that uh got me in and uh now you know i can i consume like a pretty fair amount of kind of funny content nowadays Mm -hmm. Yeah. My question to you is, since you were listening to Morning Show, 
um, instead of watching it. And to me, I feel like the morning show is more of like a visual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as just me in general, like I watch all their stuff. I don't really listen to it uh, just because that's how I prefer to consume my, my content. Um, do you feel like you missed out on anything by listening to the morning show instead of watching? Uh, yeah, yeah. So- sometimes I do. Uh, sometimes uh, I would like go like if they were like so focused on something that is like, you know, very much something you have to see, I would like, you know, pull on my phone, go on YouTube and then check out what it is. Uh, yeah. just cause you know, I know that sometimes they, you know, watch trailers and whatnot on there and you know, like it, it, listening to a trailer isn't a lot of fun, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, um, yeah, some of the stuff that is more visual, um, I, I'll try to I'll try to watch when I can, but I mo- I mostly uh, I usually consume uh, kind of funny content mainly through um, podcasts, you know, more nice. of an audio listener. Yeah, but but I feel but I feel like normally uh, like even if it is something that like is more visual, I think that I still uh, I, I still get kind of like a a kick out of listening to it. Some sometimes like. I'll try and like gauge their reactions and just like try and think like, what could they be like? Like, Oh boy. What's what's going on now? (laughs) Yeah. Um, what would you say is your favorite piece of content that they put out? Is Um, it still games daily? Um, I think games daily is up there, but I think that like my absolute favorite would probably have to be in review. Um, Mm. yeah. Like, yeah. Like especially, um, yeah, I mean, like all of in review is just great. I think that uh, each one, yeah, you know, my favorite part of it really is like listening to like you know either Greg or Nick like retell the plot because you know yeah. Greg's like always on all the time. And Greg's plot juice. Yeah, 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 and th- and then like <laughs> old Nick, you know, Nick has like copious pages of notes that uh, <laughs> um, like he he really like. I, I don't know how to describe it really. Like he, he just has a flair with the way he yeah. <laughs> retells plots. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite interview thing that they've done for the show? Um, trying to think probably, uh, I pro I probably say the mission impossible series. Yeah. Yes. It, either mission impossible or fast and furious. Just cause like th- those are two like very like, like I love those franchises, but those are also two like, very ridiculous for like like yeah they are like two ridiculous kind of self-aware franchises and mm-hmm. like yeah you know hearing like hearing you know the hosts retell the plot of those franchises like it, it always kind of gives me a little uh, a little laugh especially if it's like you know nick like harping on like what like feats of strength that the rock pulled off, uh, you know, whenever he, uh, I forget which fast and furious it was, but whenever he like takes the fucking, uh, he, like whenever him and Jason Statham are in jail and the rock takes the fucking desk, like pulls it out. Like that is like bolted to the ground, pulls it out of the ground and starts doing like pull, you know, like <laughs> curls with it. Bicep curls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are like the perfect movies to just kind of, sit around with friends and just kind of rag on them oh, like yeah, yeah they're yeah. awesome to watch but like yeah like you said just pulling up this weighted desk and use it for for uh you know 
uh, strength training. It's mm-hmm. pretty. It's pretty ridiculous. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that I mean, that's what makes uh, like The Rock is just one of those. Like, I'll watch him do anything, honestly. For sure. Like, <laughs> just a, yeah. Shout just out to fu- Jumanji. Hmm? Should, like, oh yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Should no right that movie should be no right as good as it it is are, as, are you, as it is. Are you talking about the like the first new Jumanji or like the second one? I've only I've only seen the first new yeah, uh, the yeah. first one. Same. Yeah. Yeah, like I was like I went into that like I think I went and watched that with my mom and like uh one of my younger stepbrothers. Uh mm-hmm. you know, just like as something to, you know, uh do as a family. And I was surprised by like how much I enjoyed that. Like, it, yeah, like it. It was funny. Like it was funny. I mean, that was probably like the biggest part to me that I liked was yeah. that it was it was actually really funny. <laughs> and like it, it. Uh, I was a little nervous about how the video game aspect would have worked, mm-hmm. uh, especially being such a huge fan of the original. I think they did a great job of it. Yeah, I think it, it, was, it was very well done. Yeah, well, I've actually never seen the original Jumanji, so I just kind of oh, went okay. into it, you know, just you know, just watching it like on its own. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I didn't think they would be able to uh, to match the greatness that was Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can now see it as its own separate thing, and it's perfectly great to have both. Both versions of it, and they even like they reference uh, Robin Williams' character in the first one as well. So like that was a nice little oh, nod recognition. That's yeah. good. Um, so being in the being a fan of kind of funny, uh, there's a saying uh, for everyone that is a fan calling best friends KFBF. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, John, is: Do you consider yourself a, a KFBF, and why so? Huh? Uh, like, do I consider myself one right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say so. I think it, it took it took me a while to kind of really understand like what KFBF really meant. Just because I mean, I I had li- I've been listening to kind of funny since like 2018, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I never really went. You know, I never I had never gone to any meetups or anything like that. So mm-hmm. like I I'd, I'd hear I'd hear Greg and you know everyone else talk about it on the po- on the various podcasts and whatnot. And always thought, you know, that sounds cool, but like, I, you know, I never really felt like I got it. But then mm-hmm. after after I moved to Jersey, um, so obviously I moved to Jersey with my girlfriend, and you know, I didn't really have any other friends in Jersey, so I, you know, I felt pretty lonely a lot of the time. But then, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there was like the January meetup uh, that mm-hmm. um, that the January kind of NYC meetup that happened. You know, I went there. Uh, I was a little nervous just because, you know, yeah. I'd never really met anyone before. But I figured, you know, get out of the house, you know, get to, like, do stuff with, like, people that, you know, meet new people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I went there. And um, I think that was where I kind of started to understand, like, really what, like, the whole, like, best friend, uh, you know, what, what it really meant to be a best friend. Like, I really appreciated, mm-hmm. like, how you know um like you know because i had never met anyone before yeah uh, but like basically it was it was really easy to talk to everyone you know like even though i had never met them before i was able to hold conversations with people like i had known them for like years and whatnot you know yeah that's where we met i I met you at that that yeah 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 yeah. it's it it, you kind of it kind of felt like 
I think that's why I love the moniker best friend so much is we were, you know, talking for 20 minutes and mm -hmm. felt like we've known each other for a long time just yeah. because we were fans of this like-minded thing. So right. like, yeah, it, 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 it was very, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that was definitely where I kind of, uh, you know, figured out what, you know, like what exactly like it means to be a best friend or, you know, yeah. And, it's truthfully something that I am like grateful for, you know, especially like moving to a new location just cause, you know, mm -hmm. I, I certainly think that like, you know, you and like the rest of the kind of NYC, uh, community and by far and oh, by extension, you know, kind of funny has definitely helped, uh, to make, uh, New Jersey feel a little more like home for me. So yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so being a kind of funny uh, podcast, Best Friends Talk Funny, uh, every single episode I have my guests bring a old Game Over Greggy show topic for us to discuss amongst ourselves, uh, which is now the Kind of Funny podcast, if you are a new listener of Kind of Funny. Um, so, John, what podcast topic did you bring to the table? So, this one is from, I believe it's Game Over Greggy show episode 220. I might be wrong on that, but... It's um, guilty pleasures. So, you know, after after you've had a long day at work or, you know, maybe you're just feeling mentally checked out or whatever, you can't mm -hmm. like what's something that you kind of indulge in that, um, you know, what what's something that you kind of like to indulge in that maybe like not a lot of people know that you do or, mm -hmm. you know, something you like to indulge in that's uh, maybe a lot of other people don't really have the same interests as you in you know? sure i mean it's I, i'm happy that the time of the year is here for it now mm -hmm. and this is it's not really a uh it's not real it's not a show or anything like anyone can go grab this but i am a huge sucker for it's not even it might be skirting the lines of guilty pleasure um starburst jelly beans if i'm having a tough day just give me a handful of those starburst jelly beans and i will You'll need to take the bag away from me because I will finish a whole bag and it's not good. Uh, but there's just they're so delicious and those are like my go to treat when I'm feeling like I need to pick me up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never had those, but I I think if we're if we're talking candy, like I think mm -hmm. that mine's probably. Uh, I really like candy corn, like and candy corn. Can, oh, yeah, okay. I really like candy corn. I don't understand a lot of the hate that people have for candy corn. I feel like <laughs> every year when Halloween rolls around, that there's always like a side of the internet that is basically like they are vehemently against like candy corn. Uh -huh. But I don't know. Like I love it, and it, yeah, pretty much just just like you with jelly beans. Like like if there's like if I have a bag of candy corn, I might end up eating the whole bag in one sitting. But yeah, but yeah, but I would say my number one guilty pleasure, though, um, at least as of late, has probably been uh, musicals. Uh, you know, oh, nice. I, yeah, like I have a lot of, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends, a lot of people to like discuss uh, games and movies and TV shows with and whatnot. But uh, but like when it comes to musicals, like I, I'm kind of like not nearly as many not as many people are really into those and you know mm -hmm. well, i think a, a lot of the reason why i'm into them is because you know girlfriend's a musical theater major and she, she took me to wicked one day and i've never been the same but um yeah. but there's particularly 
one well it's not really a musical musical tv show uh high school musical the musical the series i fucking love okay. that show like it's probably <laughs> like it honestly has no right to be as good as it is it's mm-hmm. um just everything about it is it's it's well made uh the performances both musical and otherwise are great and it's it's got a lot of heart in it too you know like all the songs are great even the original songs like as someone who grew up watching like i kind of grew up with the high school musical movies but um, yeah that was my next question yeah yeah yeah, like I'm I'm more familiar with High School Musical two than I am one. Like ba- I basically have like, um, you know, the song that Troy sings whenever he's out on the golf course, uh, uh, bet on it. I basically have that burned into my memory at this point. But <laughs> the uh, but when I had heard that they're making a High School Musical TV series, and then I heard the title. I w- like I was like there's no way that this is going to be good. Like why are they doing this? But <laughs> yeah. then like, you know, I I didn't pay it any mind until it came out, but now it's out and honestly, I th- I think it is the best uh I think out of all the Disney Plus's original programming, I think it is the best uh program they have put out. Like out of Disney Plus's original programming. Like mm-hmm. like from front to back, I like I don't know. I don't think there's really a single bad episode in that batch. Like I mm-hmm. enjoyed all of them enough to at least a degree. And uh, yeah, so I, I guess that's probably uh, one of my big guilty pleasures has been High School Musical, the musical, the series. And yeah. I, I can't that, wait for season two. <laughs> that That's that's what I've heard about that show. I did not grow up with High School Musical. I was too old at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I've heard it's great and I should watch it. So it's sorry joey noel if you ever listen to this like i know i should watch it um and like there's no better time than now to, to hop right. and watch since yeah. we got time but uh uh when it comes to tv shows and i think and also apologize if, if we've done this topic before uh but i just love talking about it uh i am no stranger to and uh love trash reality tv shows oh my god yes <laughs> yes it is uh, oh my god just putting on like below deck and just having a marathon of that show uh i i binged love is blind like until five o'clock in the morning on netflix Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago yeah i've only seen the first few episodes of that but yeah it's something else (laughs) yeah for sure the circle on netflix is great like it Mm -hmm. is anything where i can really the definition of turning your brain off and just watching, watching something for the next couple hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, it's, it's kind of therapeutical in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 My girlfriend and I uh, actually, the, um, back in January, whenever the new season premiered, we actually started watching the bachelor and, Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like it's honestly amazing. <laughs> like, like, you know, May, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, uh, it's ridiculous, but the production value on that show is just, it's so high. It it makes the, like, some of the dumbest shit. Like, there's, like, this scene in the new season where, uh, there's this part of the new season where uh, I guess that, like, one of the girls, like, 
like used another girl's like bottle of champagne and they turned that into like this big dramatic moment like (laughs) it's just some of the most ridiculous stuff that they're able to pull off on there plus also this pat this past season they ended up like they they went to cleveland at one point so it was kind of nice yeah it was kind of cool to see uh (laughs) them uh back there but yeah yeah they actually went to the cleveland browns football stadium but there was no mention of the browns (laughs) team whatsoever so oh geez (laughs) yeah but it that that is a series I need to hop in because I say I love trash reality shows, but I have not seen I think more than two minutes of any Bachelor yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, like at, at least like if you're not going to watch it, like I, because uh, I don't really know where you would go to. Like I don't really know where they're streaming at. Like I know Hulu has yeah. Hulu has like the episodes of the current season available the day after they stream but i don't think they had any of the previous seasons but they yeah. uh i know that uh on you can all you can find all kinds of compilations on youtube of like high mm. highlights from the various bachelor shows and like just th- those alone are like entertaining enough to you know spend like uh you know like an hour or two just watching <laughs> yeah for sure yeah yeah love me a good trash reality show yeah and we were um uh joey uh joey noel put on the netflix watching uh she did a watch party Mm -hmm. last week for national treasure Mm -hmm. and it reminded me of two of my favorite like reality game shows ever and one is uh treasure hunters which is basically like national treasure and across amazing race uh i think it lasted a season and then that was it Mm -hmm. and also how old are you john uh 23 23 all right so yeah uh you you might have not have been alive or known about the show uh there was a show on abc called the mole does not uh, sound familiar it's basically like i forgot if they all just live in a house or it's kind of like an amazing race um but there's competitions but one person who is a competitor is the mole and they're actively trying to sabotage the other players Hmm. Uh, and everyone everyone else needs to figure out who the mole is before they win the game um that lasted a couple seasons and it was super cool but they just ended it but watching national treasure last week i was like man i wish we had more of those reality game shows yeah uh i think there was even another one with like it was like a murder mystery thing Hmm. where like there was like a a murder like a fake murder obviously and people had to solve it that that actually sounds kind of cool like i think that is something that i would actually watch yeah but, yeah yeah fun fact i've actually one? never uh i still haven't seen national treasure oh man john you should have joined the watch party yeah <laughs> I, yeah 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 it's I think, great yeah yeah that's on netflix right it's what that's on netflix right Yes, uh, the first one is on Netflix. The second one is on Disney Plus. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, I might have to get on that then, because what they're, they're, I believe they are making a third one. They better. Like, like, <laughs> I, like, I'm pretty sure that like that's been something that's been rumored for a while, but I, I yeah. think I remember seeing something about like the third one actually either starting production or i could just be misremembering something entirely so (laughs) Uh, i i hope i hope we get another crazy nick cage goonies s treasure hunt movie that's what i want yeah um do you have any other guilty pleasures before we move on um other than those two uh not really uh uh that's kind of about uh, trying to think 
Yeah, yeah, that's really about it. Just trash reality yeah. TV, uh, yep. musicals, candy and, corn. Uh, yeah, candy corn. <laughs> love, <laughs> nice. love me some candy corn. <laughs> Uh, so before I bring, I take you through uh, the Makuga Zone, uh, we have some questions from the kind of funny best friends out there for you, John. Every episode, I tweet out from BFS Talk Funny on Twitter, uh, asking for questions from my guests, and I have three of them for you right now. We got the first one from at Adam Gumby, a person you'd most like to collab slash pick their brain with. Uh, this is an interesting one um i think hmm uh like like this could be like any person right like any Any person any person in the world Mm -hmm. um i think uh honestly uh probably ryan johnson uh director of the last jedi uh just because it knives out yeah yeah i really i really like a lot of what he's said in interviews about trying to challenge audiences uh like perspective of what makes a star wars movie and uh, Mm -hmm. like i really would kind of like to pick his brain and kind of like get to see like how the decisions that he made in the last jedi came about that's great yeah Yeah. that's a good answer that'd be awesome uh second question comes from mike at tltd underscore mike on twitter what's your favorite non-video games podcast um uh, uh let's see um Probably, I mean, I mean, I like screencast a lot. Uh, like kind yeah. of funny screencast. Uh, out. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. Uh, outside of kind of funny, there's a, a podcast called Film Spotting that I listen to sometimes. Um, nice. I I think it's like uh, uh, yeah, two Chicago-based hosts that uh, yeah, pretty much just talk about film and they they talk about it in ways that you know, I, like I, I love watching movies. Like, like I love film and I like thinking about it critically, but like they think about it in ways that, you know, I would probably never really think about it. Like it's, it's kind of like if you've ever seen like those, uh, like I think it's Corridor Digital that does, or Corridor Crew mm-hmm. that does like those VFX artists react to uh, CGI and movies and stuff like that. And they yeah. point, they point mm-hmm. out stuff like, you know, how light reflects off of like the CGI characters compared to like uh the human characters like it it's kind of like um the film behind the scenes yeah 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 like the film spotting crew kind of does a good job kind of delving into movies like like that i guess you know that's awesome uh i'm not sure if you know about the show but i always like to shout this out when i know someone likes listening to podcasts about movies uh how did this how did this get made i cannot recommend high uh, like more highly Hmm. Uh, do you know what that one is i do not know it is uh, three comedians. Um, it is uh, Paul Shear, his wife um, June Diane Raphael, and oh, Jason Menzukis mm-hmm. from the League, and a couple other things. Um, they get together, they watch really bad movies, and then they talk about it. That sounds uh, great, it's, actually. It's I can't recommend it anymore. It's awesome. Uh, I have I'm super far behind, but they've done. Uh, I believe they've done Fast and Furious Eight. Mm-hmm. They've done, um, oh god, I don't know if they're the less Airbender. No, maybe I'm making that one up. But they should do that one. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch of really campy 
awful movies that they just watched and they bash on them for yeah, I, an hour and a half. It's great. Yeah. Actually, actually going back to the, if I had any more guilty pleasure, that, that's another one. I, I, I actually really like watching bad movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great time for sure. Yeah. Um, and our last question from the kind of funny best friends comes from Matt Batson at Matt S Batson on Twitter. Have you ever seen a ghost? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen one, but uh-huh. uh, so right. Well, right now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm living, living at my parents' house and uh, I'm actually, well, I'm recording this in the basement right now. And mm-hmm. uh, right next to me are like some closets in the basement. And as of late, like, Whenever I've been down here, sometimes I'll hear kind of a rustling going on inside of there. And I know it's not my cat because my cat is (laughs) not in the – like my cat is not like just chilling in the closet or anything. Mm -hmm. Like I'll hear uh, some kind of rustling and then it sounds like some kind of squeaking, like almost like something like a a mouse or like a squirrel or something like that. But every time I open it to look inside, I don't see anything. Uh, and I'm sure I'm sure there's probably just a hole or something like that I'm not seeing. Sure. But at the same time, though, I mean, I, I don't have any evidence to disprove that it's a ghost. So who knows? Yeah. I might have heard one. It's straight up the uh, the Home Alone uh, furnace thing. Yeah. <laughs> where, where he's down there and he sees the furnace and it looks like he's about to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before we end uh, this episode, John, I have to take you through the Makuga zone. Are you familiar with one, Josh Makuga? Uh, yes, I am. Yep. Uh, I, I've taken this segment straight from his show, the Josh Makuga Show, on Twitter. I'm uh, on YouTube. I'm sorry, Josh. Please don't get <laughs> mad at me. Uh, I'm going to put three minutes on the clock, and I'm going to ask you uh, rapid fire questions All from right. Elfster.com. Some icebreaker questions. The first thing that pops into your head is uh what you answer are you ready yes i am all right three two one nickname your parents used to call you uh johnny Uh, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals uh would i still be able to speak english sure okay uh talk to animals uh fill in the blank taylor swift is a great musician is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers no uh do you snore yes favorite junk food cool ranch doritos good choice uh cake or pie cake Uh, favorite number 51 Name a primate besides monkeys and apes. Chimpanzee. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? No. Uh, Sourdough or wheat? Sourdough. Would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? A baby panda. What's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Um... 90 damn everyone's so much faster than me uh (laughs) godfather or star wars star wars i've never seen godfather so (laughs) oh okay uh are rats cute no only in animation they are that's a good qualifier yes 
what's your ideal outside temperature? Uh, 65 degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Ha- have you ever slapped someone in the face? No. Favorite type of muffin? Uh, chocolate chip. Uh, from 1 to 10, how hot do you like your shower water? Uh, probably a 9. 8 or 9. We'll do one more. All right. Uh, I just got to find a good one. What's your favorite carnival food? Favorite carnival food? Uh, probably the fried Oreos. Ooh, good choice. Yeah. Good Big choice. fan of the fried yeah. Oreos. Yeah. Uh, that's it, John. We're at the end of the episode. Um, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Thank you uh, for having me on. You know, it's been, absolutely. Yeah, been, been, been a great time. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Good to talk to, you know, definitely good to talk to someone, too, with uh, <laughs> everything going on in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, if people want to follow you on the Internet, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at J.W. And then my last name, Y-E-L-E-N-I-C. So at J.W. Yelenic. Nice. Uh, you can follow me at who that ninja 73. Uh, this show is at BFS talk funny on Twitter and wherever you listen to podcast services. So if you're listening to this, please rate it five stars, uh, and leave a review. It means a lot to me. Um, if you are in the New York area after all this craziness, hit up kind of NYC.com for future meetup details, as well as finding our other two community shows called platform agnostic, which is our gaming, what we've been playing show and dollar slice podcast, which is our, uh, general discussion type show, kind of like the game over Greggy show. Um, so without further ado, remember be kinda to one another. Bye. Peace.